I have seen major strides being made. There's many more women involved in tech now. There's some phenomenal female leaders. There's some phenomenal um, female um, tech CEOs and founders out there, but there's still not enough. And I think we are now at the stage where there's so much innovation that is ready to kick off with this next phase of the internet that is, as we're calling it right now, Web3. And what I do not want to be in a position of is basically still having these conversations in 16 years time about how can we get more women into tech? It has to start now. Welcome to the Sisterhood Club podcast, where we talk all things business, Web3 and NFTs. We're on a mission to educate, elevate, and empower women into the world of Web3. So join us on this journey as we learn together from leading experts. And remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So please do your own research and enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sisterhood Club podcast of myself, Georgie Hubbard. And me, Pam Caldwell. And today we are doing a Sisterhood Club solo cast. We are not interviewing anyone anyone today. We are having a conversation with uh, myself and Pam. And uh, it's basically just going off this morning's Twitter spaces because we have been having so much fun doing these Twitter spaces. And today's space was extremely popular. We had a huge amount of questions coming through during and after. The topic was all around web three and hiring in tech now this is something that pam and i are very passionate about it's something that we have been doing over the last decade i think some of you do know this but pam and i do have a tech recruitment firm we have a team of eight now in that business and uh, we have seen it all in our career in technology and recruitment and we really wanted i guess to share our knowledge share our findings so everyone in our community is really set up for success when it comes to recruitment, when it comes to applying for jobs, interviews, like it's something that we have seen just mistakes being made over the years and we just really want to help educate our community but I think before we dive in into the some ideas some strategies some things I think it's probably good to sort of share our own journeys of how we got into technology and why we're really excited and bullish on the space so Pam over to you um, talk to us a little bit about your journey what you've seen in your career as a recruiter as a female in tech over the last decade yep and before we kick off I'm actually just chuckling we have got so much to say around this topic that we don't need guests no I um, wouldn't get a word in ways. No, but it's great having a little solo cast with just you and I. But yes, this morning's Twitter space was just absolutely fantastic and is a topic that Georgie and I obviously feel incredibly passionate about. And given the fact that I have now been in tech recruitment for 16 years, I genuinely do have a lot to say. I have so a lot of, um, across the years. And um, that is actually the first really important topic. I genuinely see myself as a woman in tech but I am not sat in a corner coding in terms of, you know, being that real technologist, that hands-on. I don't come from a computer science degree background. That hasn't been my entry into the world of tech. So the one thing that I would actually like to sort of strip back is that is, is what a tech career can actually look like and what it can mean to you. So to just give you a bit of my journey, my, my background, I actually did a degree in history and sociology. So I were 
I actually went to a careers fair and I really wanted to go and get some answers about what sort of career routes I could go down with the degree that I had got and what came out of that machine after I did a little bit of a what I can only you know count as a quiz um was a teacher or a social worker so that was a guide that I had and I just thought do you know what that that's just not going to be my route um I went on a job board at the time applied and luckily fell into recruitment I genuinely did fall into recruitment and you, we were laughing this morning Georgie said you know sometimes we've hired people that can't spell recruitment I was actually one of those <laughs> at the start of my career but that was in 2006 and um, I have actually saw so much change in that time and the, the the tech world has come on leaps and bounds. Now, I can honestly say even at that particular time across the UK, we had 13 offices in the company that I operated within at that time. And I was one of very few females that were actually in that organisation at the time. It wasn't really something that I ever thought about. Maybe that was my young, enthusiastic years and it just didn't bother me. I don't know why. I just felt very, very comfortable in that type of environment not everyone does though and I can I can you know that it it can be off-putting for a lot of females um but since 2006 like throughout those throughout the the 16 years that I've operated in tech recruitment um I have seen major strides being made there's many more women involved in tech now there's some phenomenal female leaders there's some phenomenal um female um tech CEOs and founders out there but there's still not enough and I think we are now at the stage where there's so much innovation that is ready to kick off this next phase of the internet that is, as we're calling it right now, Web3. And what I do not want to be in a position of is basically still having these conversations in 16 years time about how can we get more women into tech? It has to start now. And this is why I am so passionate about what we're doing with the Sisterhood Club. I want to use this platform to raise voices, to shout from the rooftops about what a career in technology can mean for women out there and that's just something that I know that both of us are so incredibly passionate about but I just want to see the you know tech businesses just getting their their diversity and inclusion and belonging strategies right from the beginning just to really encourage more women to come into the space. I love it. I love it. And I guess sort of a kind of a similar journey, but um, in terms of I just sort of fell into tech recruitment as well. So I left school at a very young age. I was 16. And all I knew is that I wanted to see the world and I wanted to travel. So I went and got a trade and being a, a female, that trade, I was basically, you know, had what I thought of a time quite limited options. So I went and did a qualification in skin therapy therapy, massage and beauty. And that was kind of how I started out my career. And then when I arrived in Australia, I've I've been in that industry for about five years. And I had sort of taken that sort of as far as I wanted to take it because it allowed me to travel, but I wanted to try something new. And I saw a tech recruitment um, opportunity advertised. And I thought, do you know what, like the, the skills were kind of there that I had, you know, communication uh you know just sort of that level of like relationship building rapport building came quite naturally after five years of having to make conversations with people that you know I was treating basically so I applied for the job and I remember going for that interview and there was myself and 10 men who were interviewing for that position and I remember going in for the first time ever being exposed to a very male dominated environment. And I do remember feeling slightly intimidated. Um, I was interviewed by uh, four men and there was 10 men there. So I was the only female 
in this whole interview process and it was a bit daunting but I thought you know what Gina like you, you've got this just just be yourself you know and and they basically put us through all these tests and scenarios and I think because I had the life experience of travel I left home when I was 16 um, it definitely helped me I guess navigate some of those tricky questions and those sort of challenging scenarios that I have found myself in in my recruitment career but yeah it was really eye-opening and I thought to myself like this is very very interesting and then when I started recruiting and finding people for jobs it it was very obvious to me very quickly where are all the females and just the way the men spoke to me as well it was just like well this is my salary and this is what I want and it was very assertive it was very just this powerful voice coming down the phone and then the times I did speak to females, it was more like, well, what do you think? Like, what, what, what is the salary at the minute? Like, what, what do you think I should be applying for? Two very completely different conversations. And just over the years, I've noticed this, this pattern constantly repeating itself where females aren't asking for as much money as men. Um, there is definitely more CVs from men coming through. And this is why I guess Pam and I five years ago decided to start C8 Solutions because we really wanted to encourage more females into technology. We wanted to hire females into our business because the other thing as well is the whole financial aspect. Financial freedom is something I am very passionate about, especially for females. And what technology and working in technology has enabled is for me to earn a, a decent salary and to really set myself up. And for a female, that is really, really empowering. And I think there's a lot of women out there right now, unfortunately, that don't earn enough to support themselves. They are relying on their husbands. You know, maybe they have taken time out to raise their family and now they're trying to get back into the workforce. And that's a really tricky thing to navigate in itself because unfortunately there's a lot of businesses that don't really look fondly on that, which is so outdated, right? That really is outdated. But look, there's just so many different issues. And I guess what we really want to focus on today in this podcast is some things that we think that it will help you in your career and if you are somebody right now thinking about a career change thinking about getting into technology or web3 i want to say this now is the time the conversation around diversity and inclusion has never been stronger in my 10 years of working in this industry the amount of um, companies and clients that we're working with right now that are actively trying to hire more females into their business is absolutely huge so ladies if you're listening to this right now and you are considering a career change and you are considering getting into tech and web three please do it um, and you do not need to be an expert you do not need to go away and spend five years getting a degree there is so many different courses out there coding academies out there all online that you can fit into your schedule and you do also not need to be and this is something Pam's really passionate about so I'm going to let her speak on this but you do not need to be a coder or a software engineer to be a woman in tech and I promise something you say to me a lot yeah absolutely and I think that that is one of um w- the perception of the technology technology industry as a whole ha- I genuinely feel has got um it, it really has been one of the main factors that puts a lot of women off as to stepping into to the industry so you you don't have to be sitting in a corner wearing a hoodie and that's something that I actually say quite often because I do think that's what people think um and I think it's just it's really important to think think that if if you think about all the industries and the way that the world's evolving like every single 
rollout there ultimately even has a technology aspect to it like I I remember even at, at one point when I worked in a bar we changed from like type in tills to the computer-based tills right you need to be able to operate software and you need to be able to utilize technology in almost every role that's out there now so it's just about really seeing these things as being really appealing and thinking about what kind of transferable skills we've got so we spoke on the twitter spaces this morning just about the longevity of your career right and you are going to basically have a career for a very very long time and gone are the days where you stayed in a career or with the same firm for you know 35 45 years sometimes sometimes that generation has shifted that that was our parents right this is a new generation and we the stats came out um in terms of like from an australian perspective that in in this um day and age people actually change jobs or change jobs 12 times in their lifetime and within that that might just be a, a company change but it can also be a career pivot right and i think that that is what's so important about the dialogue around diversity and inclusion at the moment companies are so open there is such a skill shortage in the technology sector and it's actually getting worse right rather than getting better so for example instead of thinking oh my gosh i don't have five years of this i don't have six years of this what do you have can you think outside the box do you have leadership skills are you an innovative thinker like do you know are you creative like what sort of softer skills have you got that could apply to a technology career because these are the types of skills that when you strip away the five years this the two years that that's ultimately what the role looks like and you have got skills that you can transfer into a technology job so jobs in tech as as georgie and i mentioned we we see ourselves as women in tech but we're not sitting doing a technology-based job we are tech recruiters right so you could have for example it ranges so far you could be interested in software sales you could be a project manager you could be a business analyst you could be a community manager you could be a ux designer there is such an array of opportunities and that list is only going to get bigger and bigger as the technology continues to evolve so the the point being technology jobs in the technology industry can look and feel so different depending on where your skills lie and what type of career you're looking to carve out for yourself so if you want to get your stilettos on and be miss glamorama rocking up to a job that opportunity is out there you know you've got companies where you you know you 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 look out for businesses that are going to appeal to who you are what you're looking for what your mission is what your vision is and what your skills you can actually bring into that position to ultimately solve the problem and be part of the greater solution that the company that you choose to work for is looking to solve a hundred percent and I completely agree it's like and that's you're so right it's like when I thought about tech jobs I thought about software engineers programmers but you know that's that is not it at all like that is just one element of of technology you know like one of the most popular jobs in in technology the one that I've recruited heavily for in the past is UX UI design and the there's a lot of females in that space and a lot typically they come from a psychology background because a lot of that job when you're doing like website design and you know sort of graphic design is is thinking about the end user of like you know when you're on a website what's drawing that person to click on that button and what's what's the whole user journey and user experience of that website about so that's just one element of technology that I see a lot of women going into because it's very like thinking about the end user it's very like human centric and I think that's that's very and I think women are very creative but I think also like a lot of 
like coding as well is just almost like solving problems you know and I think that's it it's like okay like how can I make this work and why am I placing that button there what and what why am I making it green versus red like there's a lot of like yeah like I said psychology that goes into these designs so it's 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 framing it in a different way and one of the biggest things that I've been looking into, the reason why there's not many women coming into technology, because that's actually decreasing. It is decreasing quite rapidly every single year of women getting into STEM. And I think one of the barriers is because there's not enough female role models and there's not enough female role models in leaderships or C-suites or even beginning startup businesses in technology, right? And we need the female in leadership roles to nurture the next generation of females, right? So, you know, I think it's 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 so it's so important to get this fresh talent coming through. Like there's going to be 60,000 jobs in Australia alone over the next few years, right, in technology. But only about 7,000 of those are going to come out of university. So there is this massive gap coming out and it is becoming almost like more challenging to recruit because there is simply not the volume of talent in the marketplace right now, especially since COVID where there was a mass exit from Australia. Like we need more people coming through into technology and I want to see more women coming through because that's how more ideas flourish that's how we get more creative that it's otherwise we're constantly going to be marketing to the same demographics time and time again we're just going to make the gap bigger and bigger and bigger and now with web3 there is an even playing field this is a brand new technology this is literally a clean slate web2 was you know it was a bit of a boys club you got to think about all of the uh the companies that are out there microsoft google amazon facebook who are they all ran by men right i want to see a woman step up like and and do something incredible let's take melanie perkins from canva right she is an incredible female leader and she has grown that business into an absolute beast of a company we use it every single day in our business sisterhood and we see it solutions and there you go she's a female in tech right she came up with an idea she executed it's now worth billions of dollars right that's a prime example of a female in tech who came up with an idea who believed in herself i think she had to go to 100 pitches and she got turned down left right and center and now it's an australian unicorn right so i'm sure there's a woman listening to this right now that's got an idea and this is your permission from myself not that you need it from me or pam but just write it down register it because it it could be the next australian unicorn yeah absolutely and you've touched upon a few really beautiful points there and this the skills gap is absolutely huge we know it's out there and it's how can we make a difference and we can't just sit back and wait on these government initiatives or for the the big players to really try and make change because that just happens far too slow so it is up to us to use our platform for goods and just like push the needle forward on this topic where we can and this is about what using our platform is all about as well I want to I want to hear from women out there who have carved out a a career for themselves in technology because you have to be seen you have to put yourself out there you need to share your stories to encourage more um, women to to actually get into this space because one thing that we know is that women need to feel really really comfortable 
comfortable. And let's talk about, for example, if you're out there at the moment and you are thinking about you're at the stage of your life where you want to have a bit of a career pivot. One of the myths that I think is out there is that you have to take a massive step back in salary in order to make a step forward. Um, and I just want to say hell no to that. Because by the time that you get, you know, into your career, yes, you may be starting fresh in a sort of tech career, but the skills that you're actually bringing already throughout many years of developing and growth in the career that you've been in, you're actually bringing immediate value. You're not fresh out of school coming in and you genuinely, when you just actually don't have a clue what you're doing and you take up so much time and you consume so much energy in order to get to a certain point, you're coming in with a mature head and you can add so much value to that. But I think that we touched upon in the Twitter spaces this morning around the education piece as well, Georgie, and I think that was like a really interesting topic for a lot of people. You don't necessarily need a degree. Those days are gone right if 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 you come out of school and you want to go do a degree great right but what we are really passionate about at the moment is that self-education piece and there are so there's so much content out there that's very very accessible and what I would say is if you are thinking about a career pivot have a look online and really research some of the tech jobs and pull out the roles that you think oh my gosh that sounds really interesting to me I actually think that I'm, I'm getting a bit fired up about that role I think there's so much value I could add to that dive a little bit deeper pick your top three sort of um, title choices that you've researched that you feel would be quite aligned to the skill set that you've got currently that you would like to go on a journey for then get online and research where you can do some online courses that self-education piece is just it's outstanding the content and the education that's available that we can access at our fingertips out there utilize it and what I would say is just like pick three topics do some online learning modules and then from there you will quickly find out what you what your likes and dislikes are what you love what you hate but also most importantly what you are good at and when you're good at something that's the one to just like go for because that's where you can really you all know when we're good at something right you you get all the feels you get the vibes and you're going to have that confidence to just really apply and nail the interview process and land that job because you know that you've got value to add to that add add to that particular career right but I think the education piece is just something that's, that's really important. And Georgie, you've done a lot of self-education. Well, we both have, but you've very much got yourself immersed in learning via that online space um, over the years as well. And it, it is amazing what's out there. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 myself and my husband, Kyle, like we, we dive deep into all of like the social media and, you know, how to market and how to market online. And, you know, we didn't get, don't go and get a degree for that. We literally just spent, we bought some courses we got some coaches and uh and that was incredible right and and, and the other thing as well Pam and I don't have a business degree yet we have managed to build a very successful recruitment company right now we have probably winged a lot and made a few mistakes and stumbled along the way but you know we've we've (laughs) fell forward and uh and look where we are today right and I think this is all part of it like the way I look at life now I'd much rather you know get some experience in a business over going to get a degree and you know that's just me personally I'm, I'm still saying there's a place for degrees absolutely but I think times are changing and it's really exciting because I do think the education system has needed a shake up for a long time and uh, I'm I'm absolutely bullish on you know online learning 
and you know self-education and also just that whole self-development piece as well hence why we've built our whole edtech platform sisterhood school because the foundations of life is building up that confidence If you have that little bit of self-belief and you can have that courage to put yourself out there, to take a few risks, to believe in yourself, things will happen for you. But you have got to have that self-belief in yourself first because otherwise you'll never be prepared to take a little bit of risk in life to, you know, to apply for that job or even try, right? So I think like there are some fundamental things that I believe personally we should have been taught at school, like how to manage our finances, huge, like, you know, I wasn't told about investing and, you know, the, 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 the stock market and, you know, what to do with my salary each month, you know, like none of that was taught to me in school. So I just think that, that there are some fundamental things that I really do encourage people to get right. And once you understand how to set yourself up for success, when you start going into them businesses and, you know, earning a bit more money or, you know, progressing in your career, you, you already have those foundations laid out, right? And if If you are a female going into male dominated environments, I do encourage you to know your worth. I do encourage you to have that courage to say, excuse me, I'm speaking right sometimes we just need to call it out and the amount of conversations I've had with females recently that have started to call things out I'm like you know we need to do that more because every time we call something out and and it might not even be that they even many even realize that they're doing it because it's almost been seen as quite normal now in our society so if you're a female and you're in a business right now or a company that's very male dominated and you feel like you are getting spoken over a lot, you are feel like you're not getting seen, you know, bring it up. Don't, don't, please don't sort of think that you've got to, you know, just accept that because you don't. And if you are in a position where maybe you're a junior and you're not quite at the point where you feel confident doing that yet, that's okay. Is there someone else in that business that you trust enough to make them aware? So if, something happens they can call it out for you until such time you're in a position where you can go actually I was just speaking there you spoke over you spoke over me do you mind if I finish my sentence or I'm going to finish my sentence now right I think that the first time you do it it can be a little bit daunting but trust me the amount of times that Pam and I have had to do that in our careers it gets easier oh yeah absolutely does so I I also think that there's a whole conversation around that as well but moving it on to web3 which is obviously the evolution of the internet where we are right now right no one's an expert no one is, no one can say, you know, they have got five, 10 years experience in this space. This is all brand new. It's even playing fields. And there is huge opportunities right now to get into a, a startup, a company, learn, grow in this space. And I am so excited to be, be in this world. I feel like it is this, it feels like the start of something huge. And there are going to be so many roles. There's going to be roles needed around around marketing, there's gonna be roles needed around community management, there's gonna be product ownership, you know, as as businesses start to develop products, there's gonna be business analyst roles, project managers, obviously developers, designers, NFT designers, like there's gonna be so many opportunities coming up um, in the in well right now and into the future. And I just wanna see that more women coming into this space immersing themselves you know maybe I said this morning on the the Twitter space someone asked you know how would I go about it 
I would do some research and find maybe, you know, at least 30 projects or companies in Web3 right now. Make a list of them. Have a look at them. Who are the founders? What are their values? What are they working on? Does it interest you? And if it does, start interacting with their posts online. Maybe send the founders a little DM. If they do Twitter spaces, join the Twitter space. Listen, learn, right? That's how you're going to get noticed in this space because it's quite a small pool of people still perfect opportunity and because we're in a bear market right now and the project founders probably aren't getting bombarded left right and center from constant deals and people trying to sort of like you know steal them for this and that they are going to be more active on their dms your message is going to be seen now but might not get seen in six or 12 months when there is the next bull market again and things are just going crazy so use this time now to network 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 build your build your personal brand what are you passionate about share some articles on twitter on linkedin on on instagram like whatever platform you hang out on i would say the key platforms for web3 are discord twitter and i'm going to say linkedin there's a lot of people on linkedin right so they're the places that you want to be seen and, and hang out but interact build your network build these groups if there's meetups go meet your people nft fest is coming up pam and i are going to be there we're all going to be there team sister is going to be there come up to us say hi like these these are the times to really get yourself out there these are the times in these sort of bear market quiet times to build your brand to get seen by the right people and make those contacts because we are going to go back into a bull market at some point people are going to be needing lots of different skills so use this time to learn to network to grow your own knowledge and see it as a huge opportunity to really get ahead and if you're listening to this podcast right now you are so friggin' early we are at the start of this journey and I want to make sure that as women we get a seat at the table because my god there are plenty of seats for us all we do not need to compete there's plenty of room in this space and I want to see females absolutely nail web3 and create amazing projects and be part of amazing amazing projects and really support one another so that's what i'm excited about it's a great place to play in right now you've, co- you've covered it all that's no, there's some absolute <laughs> there's some absolute golden nuggets in there but yeah you've just you, you've smashed it right and you've you've just made some really incredible points that i know that everyone is just going to get some real key takeaways from but just to like really follow on from everything that you've just said networking really is absolutely key and it can bring so much value to you and you think of networking in a professional context think of it as your social capital right that is it it can make your career what it is you never know like the conversations that you have where they're going to lead to but I think when it comes to networking in a professional context genuinely do think of that think social capital social capital social capital right it's important about who you know and the, the discussions that you have but when it comes to networking as well going to those industry events make sure you go with a purpose right don't just go for the free slice of pizza the glass of wine <laughs> which a lot of people do in the recruitment industry um, but go with purpose right you want to make sure that you're getting something out of, of being at these events and I think if you especially if you've mapped out what companies that you feel are really quite aligned with like your personal mission for your career and as an organization you would like to actually be an operator at one day get involved in those types of industry events but 
get speaking to the people that work there right and I think that before you deep in making any sort of career decision is massive and you want to make sure that you're making the right decision for you and there is no better way to do that than by actually speaking with people that that work there and have been there and are actually there on a day-to-day basis so although companies can sometimes be very good at sharing their mission and their vision and their values on a website but what is it actually like in a day-to-day basis in there are they genuinely flexible do they are they really passionate about making sure that females do have the flexibility to do the drop-off and the pick-up with their kids at school what is the work-life balance like what is it actually like in the meetings when you speak up are you heard is that encouraged you know it is all about the softer skills when you're choosing the next step in your career and absolutely when it comes to professionalism I do think that LinkedIn is actually a really great platform when you are actually going to be seeking out like new jobs there's just so much content on there from a professional standpoint one key thing that I would say again is once you map out the companies and the projects that you are interested in go on look at the company page research some of the news articles that they've had out some of the posts that they're putting out that's when you'll see exactly like how important do they actually see these topics as being on a day day basis have a look whether it be marketing hr technology whatever background it is that you're looking you're looking at identify the key points of contact within that business under the people section on linkedin and have a look at those people those individuals that you would be reporting into see what they're all about see the career journey that they've gone on have a look at their recommendations on linkedin as well and see what other people that have reported into them previously have got to see about their management style and and from that you can get so much information on LinkedIn so DYOR do your own research um but yeah there's just so so much information out there at your at your fingertips but ultimately it is just about making sure that we that we are encouraging people to just make you know dip your toe into the world of tech and see what it looks and feels like for you georgie mentioned like there is no better time to do it the time is now and the time genuinely is now because there's never been a better time when there is a skill shortage companies have absolutely got to be much more open-minded about who they're bringing into the organization and what we've noticed now is with this skill shortage that's becoming more and more apparent with each passing day interviewers are being now trained to actually look for the softer skills whereas before it would just be a case of not get five years experience out the door we're actually like we're actually coaching like people that come into our business as to how to ask the right questions to really peel back the layers of an individual peel back the layers of a person to see right okay what softer skills have they actually got what scenarios have they been in previously what journeys have they been on in their career that can be transferable so companies are by force having to be a lot more open-minded about who they're bringing into their organizations um so it is um a, a perfect time to make that pivot due to the skill sor- shortage so there's a the benefit of the being a skills shortage <laughs> one million percent and i think we've covered a huge amount of ground there so hopefully everyone who's listened to this podcast today has got some takeaway but as pam said now is the time do not wait um you know reach out to pam and i on LinkedIn on Twitter we're very active on both of those platforms come and join our Twitter spaces definitely come and join our Discord we would love to have you on our Discord Uh, we're doing community
community challenges. We have got so much exciting, so many exciting things coming up. Um, and it really is the beginning. I'm not going to just say too much on what's coming up, but something huge we're working on right now. So I just want to say we're also minting now as well. So if you haven't yet got your sister NFT, that is your access pass to all of the incredible things that we have got coming up. So make sure you do grab your sister NFT and I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for everyone for tuning in today and um, can't wait to have these more conversations. Oh, it's been a delight. I hope you've all enjoyed the Sisterhood cast and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give a little share on your social. And if you have time, please leave a review. And I hope to see you next time. Take care.